Welcome back to the Small College Basketball Podcast. My name is Chris Cottrell, and with more than 10 years of small college basketball coaching experience and entering our third season of full coverage here on the Small College Basketball Podcast, this is the only podcast with interviews, news, and highlights that celebrates the incredible coaches, players, and programs across all of small college basketball, celebrating NCAA Division II, NCAA Division III, the NAIA, the NCCAA, and the USCAA. Small College Basketball would like to thank Visit Central Florida for their support of the podcast and the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Start planning your Central Florida vacation now at visitcentralflorida.com. That's visitcentralflorida.com. All right, welcome back to the Small College Basketball Podcast. Uh, Recording this on Sunday night in advance of the Small College Basketball Champions Classic. Really exciting couple of weekends here for the podcast, here for John McCarthy and with Small College Basketball. That Champions Classic is tipping off on Friday, November 17th, Wax Arena on the campus of Northern State University at Aberdeen in South Dakota. Last weekend, we focused on NCAA Division II and the Hall of Fame Classic in Lakeland. So we're going to switch regions. We're going to switch uh, switch temperatures for sure. And we're going to focus on the NCAA Division Three participants at this weekend's Champions Classic, again, being played in Aberdeen, South Dakota. So um, as far from Central Florida as you can get in Aberdeen, but if you have not already, please uh, visit Central Florida. So plan your Central Florida vacation at visitcentralflorida.com. We are thankful for their support of small college basketball and the podcast. It's my pleasure to welcome Coach Scott Bittner from Stockton, Coach David Hastings from Keene State, Coach Pat McKenzie from St. John's, and Coach Jeff Gard from UW-Platteville. Coaches, I know it's a busy time of year. we got guys who wrapped up a weekend tournament. We have coaches who open their season on Tuesday. It's Sunday. We're a week away. But thank you for taking the time to be with us tonight. Appreciate it, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you, Chris. It's a great opportunity here. So I'm going to read a quick introduction. Uh, we're going to start with Coach Bittner out of Stockton in the New Jersey Athletic Conference. Uh, in your eighth year, Coach, uh, last year you guys had a nice season, 24-6, and six, went to your second straight, Sweet 16. Um, you had been an assistant coach and an associate head coach there. Uh, for for quite some time, you're one and one as we as we talk right now, getting ready for the weekend. Uh, you were picked third in the New Jersey Athletic Conference preseason poll. You're returning votes. You've got three starters back. And so you've added two impact transfers along with those starters, those returners, DJ Campbell, uh, Ronell Lawrence, and Miguel Angelov. So if you would. Just talk about your team, Coach Bittner and Stockton, and what the season's going, uh, what's going on in the season so far. Uh, great. I mean, it's great to be here, Chris. Thanks. Um, yeah, my, my team, I mean, we're, we're returning. I guess uh, Lawrence and Campbell have been starters for the last few years. Martin played a lot of minutes last year. I think he came off the bench. We, we're losing two really good guards. Um, you know, one kid was first team all league three years and defensive player of the year two years. And the other kid's the all-time assist holder. 
Um, so we're, you know, we lost our backcourt and, uh, we're trying to piece it together with a few transfers up front and, uh, we brought in a transfer guard and, and we're just trying to mold them into our culture. And, um, yeah, we're kind of finding that picking up our defensive concepts have been a little bit of a challenge. And, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping they're a little bit ready for this week because I want, I want to have a good showing and, you know, I, I know we're playing two great teams and, uh, that are, that are really talented, but, uh, I'm, I'm just honored to be able to compete with, uh, you know, schools that have had, um, such good runs as of late. Yeah. Thank you for participating tonight. And and then you talk about just blending those players, you know, has practice and have the game started as you expected. Are you a little bit behind a little bit ahead? What, where, where are you at right now? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, 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 I would spend the whole summer trying to figure out where the heck I think we'd be. And then I found that it was a waste of time. So I just kind of taking it day by day. Uh, you know, I thought we played really well in our scrimmages and, and we beat a D two by, by a lot. And, um, you know, we beat a, beat up a junior college that has some D one and D two kids um, pretty easily. And then, and then, you know, we get to this weekend and I'm a little disappointed. Um, but, you know, I guess that's what happens when you're trying to, when, when, you know, this this age of the transfer, you know, like generally we've been getting kids for four years, but then, you know, my my main rival in our league, Rowan, is bringing in transfers. And I, I just can't, there's just not a lot of high school kids that I can recruit. Um, you know, if there's a high school kid I can recruit that can help me beat them right now, then he'd be getting a scholarship. So we, <laughs> we've had to go to transfer route as well. And um, so it's... <laughs> So it's been interesting. <laughs> yeah, the state of college basketball is certainly interesting. And there is definitely a trickle down effect from division one all the way down to small college basketball and to and into the high school ranks and the kids being recruited out of high schools. So I think it's something that we can, you know, for sure uh, keep our eye on. David Hastings from Keene State. Thank you for for joining us tonight out of the Little East Conference. You're in a unique situation You're the acting head coach this year. You've been at Keene State uh, as the associate head coach for the last five, opened your season with a good win against Western New England, um, you know, preseason number four in the D3hoops.com top 25 poll. You're picked to repeat as Little East champions. Uh, no pressure, coach. How's your team doing so far? You know, all, all that kind of stuff means nothing, though, right? Every, we all know we have to go out and play a game. Uh, I really don't follow too much of what rankings mean or what they say. I tell our guys, I don't want you looking at it. Use the old uh, Nick Saban. It's all rat poison. If you're going to buy into that, you're going to get beat and you're going to get beat handily and often. Um, you know, speaking of what, which coach Bittner, part of that is the, uh, the whole COVID issue still, you know, we got guys that are going to be around this year again for a fifth year and as well as next year, some guys can still stay. So I think part of that is, is tied up with the transfer portal too, about where we're getting guys from and, and is it beneficial or certainly benefits some programs more than others. There's not a ton of people that want to come up to New Hampshire to uh, play college basketball. So it's our, our recruiting has to be expanded, of course. Yeah. And you have, um, you have two all Americans back for you jeff hunter octavio brito um you know hunter was 19 points per game 14 rebounds per game and then brito uh 20 points per game what's it mean for your program in your circumstance to have those kind of leaders back yeah they're they're two separate 
types of leaders as well. So it's really good that younger players can view a, a more of a, a quiet and everyday kind of work kind of guy like Jeff Hunter. And Octavio is a little more flamboyant and, and athletic. So it, it's good. And one of them is actually more talkative than the other. So that helps as well. So they kind of relate to everybody else on the team. It's That's, that's a good aspect of what they can both bring to the table. Terrific. We're uh, we're looking forward to seeing Keene State for sure. You got to travel across the country, so you got quite a you got quite a trip coming up next week. It's ironic. Uh, we could just go down to Stockton, you know, four hours away. Instead, we're going to travel <laughs> across the country to go play him. But uh, you know, it's great to be able to see him. I got to watch him last year in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, so you know, I know what he has to offer there. He's he's a great coach, and they were a great program, and it should be a great weekend. Yeah, we're looking forward to a terrific weekend. And out of St. John's, not New York City, St. John's, but St. John's uh, in the Minnesota Intercollegiate Athletic Conference is Coach Pat McKenzie. Uh, coaches at his alma mater in your ninth season. Uh, open up your season on Tuesday. Last year, you went 17 and 10. Uh, you returned two starters, Ryan Thiessen and Cooper Vaughn. So, you know, haven't started the season yet, Coach McKenzie. Where are you at, and where is St. John's at right now? Uh, similar to Scott, I, I, we'll find out. Uh, <laughs> you know, the nice thing is we're undefeated for at least another night, so so life is good. Um, it, it, we got a good group. It's they've been really fun, um, good group to work with, and and we got a test. We, we'll go see uh, Eau Claire at a, at, a, at a Coach Guards conference here on Tuesday, and you know should find out a little bit more about ourselves, and then. You know, certainly we'll, we know what, what we're up against uh, heading out to Aberdeen, which which will be a great test for, for our group. Travel not quite as, as far for you. How's your schedule going to be heading into the weekend with playing on Tuesday? Um, you know, we'll, we'll get a chance to, to practice Wednesday and then head over, you know, after that. Um, you know, and I think it's about four hours, so it's not a not a terrible trip for us. And it is cool. I mean, you know, to to see these these programs, you watch them on live stream, you're watching, following them through the NCAA tournament, and, and a chance for for us to see them in person and play against them. I think it's just a, a really neat opportunity and um, fun to be involved in that. You know, we're we're, we're looking forward to it certainly. Terrific. Uh, Jeff Gard, head men's basketball coach at Wisconsin Platteville in the Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference, uh, picked fourth in your league this year, uh, receiving some votes in the preseason top 25. Last season, you went 14 and 12. You're in your 15th year as the head coach at Platteville. Uh, you opened your season um, 2-0 on the weekend, good wins over St. Mary's and Gustavus Adolphus. So, with with your season opening up being two and zero, what are you looking for out of your program in the next three or four days as you prepare for your trip and for the for the upcoming event? Well, I think you know number one is just seeing what we're going to learn from obviously this past weekend. Um, had two good games, two different styles of games as well, so it was good for us to to kind of get that test and also that test of a bounce back day. Um, you know, how do you recover? Um, how do you learn how to play when you're you got some heavy legs on you as well? So I'm excited, obviously, having a group that, you know, last year was a little bit of a down year for us, but um, having a lot of guys back with some more leadership opportunities from the year prior, um, you know, excited to see how they're going to continue to grow. And we know we're definitely going to be getting challenged um, this week as well when we get out there as well with uh, 
with two really good teams. Obviously, I know Pat. We've we've seen each other in the past, and then obviously getting a chance to see Dave and and Keen as well. We're we're excited for the opportunity. Yeah, Coach, you mentioned the returners you have, uh, and and some of the guys who played a lot of minutes. For context, for the listeners that may not know, uh, Wisconsin Intercollegiate Athletic Conference is one of the stronger conferences in the country. You are picked fourth in that league in the preseason. You have an All-American coming back and three other starters. Speak to the level of of talent and coaching in your league, if you would. Well, I mean, you hit on it. It's, it, it is. It's a, it's a physical league. We uh, we kind of deem it it's the Big Ten of uh, Division Three. I mean, you're going to get punched in the mouth and they're going to let you play. Um, you know, and I think that's that's the fun thing for us, obviously, it's an older league. Um, you know, obviously everybody's saying that now with COVID because you got fifth year guys. And um, but I think, you know, even back in the 90s when Bo was here as well, it was it was an old league. You had a lot of guys that redshirted back then sticking around. Um, we're obviously, you know, two years ago, we were the old team. Last year we were the young team. So, you know, getting an opportunity to kind of grow and mature, but yeah, in the league, and I think all these all the coaches on the call here are going to attest to it too. Is that in in the leagues that we're all playing in, there's no get well games. You got to bring it every single night, um, and we're obviously seeing it right now. I mean, the the WICs had some uh, some tough challenges. We're challenging ourselves non conference wise as well. So, got to be ready to go. Yeah, talking about challenging yourselves and the non conference. I want to throw this out to the group, if if you would at your discretion, speak to the feeling you got or the feeling you had when you spoke to John McCarthy about the opportunity to play in the Champions Classic. I'll hop on, I guess, first with it. Uh, we were excited. You know, Oshkosh was in it last year. I had a good chance to talk with Coach Lewis um, about his experience as well. Um, first class, first class event. Um, you know, for us, obviously, not only the chance of obviously seeing three great teams in person, getting to challenge ourselves against two phenomenal programs, um, but also for us, we kind of joked around about it. The uh, the head coach at Northern State is Saul Phillips, uh, is a former pioneer as well. So uh, we'll have the welcoming party, I know for a fact, by Saul, known as what the way he was when he was in Platteville. There'll definitely be a welcoming party for us. Uh, when we get out to Aberdeen as well. And I kind of joked with our team the other day, Carter Lancaster, one of our uh, juniors as well, is a transfer from Northern State two years ago. So I said, he's going to be our tour guide when we're out in Aberdeen as well. So uh, between Coach Phillips and Carter, we'll, uh, we'll look forward to a pretty good time as well. Terrific. I mean, I, I can go. Um, no, I'm excited to be a, a part of it. John, I've known John for a long time. He's got roots to the Philly, South Jersey area. Um, I'm going to ask him why we're not going to Florida instead of South Dakota this time of the year. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather be in like Sarasota or, or, or even where John's living. Um, and it would be a lot easier to get to. Like, like, like to get there for us is, 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 is going to be quite interesting. Um, but, you know, it's, it's like different and, you, like you know, like you do following live stream and Keene State. Heck, we 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 played them in the NCAA tournament. I I want to say it was like 2012 or 13, and and we had a great game at our place. 
Um, and Ryan and I are friends and, and, you know, it was a great opportunity for him and it's great for David to get this opportunity. Actually, Ryan and I had talked about this, but Ryan booked this entire thing. Uh, I love it. The opportunity to go and play these teams is fantastic. We love taking our guys somewhere different every year. I'm not sure South Dakota was ever on my list of a place that I wanted to go. Um, <laughs> and the travel, I mean, having a having a layover is interesting, taking 20 guys across the country. Now we're going to lay over in the airport, get back on. So I hope I don't lose anybody in the airport, but we'll see how that goes. But, yeah, uh, how can you get a better opportunity to play great teams, see a different part of the country, and have the guys in, enjoy the experience they get to have? It should be part of what college is all about. Yeah, I, I, I echo all that to, as well. Uh, although for us, I mean, we're heading south. This will be like vacation for our guys. They're, they're doing their shorts. We're, uh, we're ready for the balmy weather in Everdeen. Um, John and I talked last year. It didn't work out for us. So I'm excited. And, and Jeff mentioned, I mean, everything I've heard is just a first-class event. Um, the opportunity to play really good teams is um, is great, but just the experience of it, it. You know, it just sounds like it's one of those things your guys take away and, and we'll be talking about, and, and I think, you know, part of our jobs is to, is to provide some of that for them. And, you know, what a great opportunity to, to, for us to, to be able to have that for our guys. So for clarity, no one's flying charter this trip. No, maybe a charter bus, but no charter flights. What what is the travel going to be like? I mean, you know, we look at we look at the Dukes and the Kansases and the North Carolinas, the Blue Bloods. What's the difference at the Division three or the small college basketball level? Well, we're leaving at four a.m. Uh, on a bus to get to the airport, jump on a plane, going to Minneapolis, lay over there, get on a plane, go to Fargo, then drive three hours to get to a hotel. Um, so that that travel's not wonderful, but uh, <laughs> the experience they're going to get is something maybe they don't ever get any other time. Yeah. Coach Bentner, how about for you? Uh, I mean, we're, we're similar, 6, 6 a.m., going to the airport. Um, uh, then we fly to Sioux Falls, have a little bit of a lay. Uh, no, we fly to Chicago, have a layover, and we fly from Chicago to Sioux Falls. And uh, and then we drive the three hours to Aberdeen. And then uh, coming home is a bigger for us, kind of, because we have a huge game Tuesday. So I don't want to get home too late Sunday. So we're, you know, we're going to leave Aberdeen Saturday and drive back to Sioux Falls and stay overnight in Sioux Falls and then get to the airport at 5 a.m. for a flight home. So it's going to be interesting. Um, we're, we're certainly going to see how mentally tough we are. Yeah, no question. No question. So last last couple of questions um, here as we get into into the actual games on Friday, the first matchup, Keene State and Stockton. So as we mentioned uh, a, a little bit ago, could have played on the East Coast, probably in, you know, a much closer proximity. But Coach Hastings, have you seen anything yet? of Stockton this season and and coach Bittner what are you looking at you know going into Friday what's 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 everybody thinking about this matchup well I think the easy part of it is that everybody has energy now and they all watch each other's games and everything else so yeah obviously I've watched uh I've watched them play 
Um, great talent. The guys that they brought in are certainly going to be uh, even more of an issue for what we have to deal with. So uh, we'll have to see who, how hard we can play. No, I mean, I, I agree. We always seem to get similar kind of kids. I mean, with most state schools, we get tough kids, athletic kids. Um, my challenge is can I make my guys smart enough? Um, and that, that's a little difficult because I'm not that intelligent myself. So, you know, it's trying to be simple. Yeah. I should get something as being the rookie coach, though. I mean, that's how we should really look at these things. <laughs> I was probably a coach when I was a rookie coach. You know? <laughs> uh, and then the afternoon matchup on Friday is St. John's and Platteville. Coach McKenzie, Coach Guard obviously without giving anything away, you know, what are you looking at, I guess, at, at, at both, at both uh, in, in terms of the matchup, but also what you expect from your team? You know, I, I think for us, um, you know, when Pat came down, it's probably been about five, six years ago and played in our tip off classic and kicked our tail um, after coming off of a sweet 16 run um we're excited obviously it's it's a very early um WIAC style game that we're going to see on uh on Friday night or Friday afternoon so extremely excited um Pat does a phenomenal job you know I think we're kind of like uh you got the east coast showdown and then you're going to have a midwest showdown you know and that that's going to be the fun thing for the fans that are in, in attendance those are going to be Hopping on the uh, the internet and watching the live streams as well. Um, I think they're in for a treat, you know. Obviously, with uh, with the weekend as well. And like I said, I think it's it's going to be a great early season test for us to find out where we're at. Um, you know, we're not going to get too high. We're not going to get too low ever after this game gets or after this weekend gets done because we know there's a lot more basketball ahead of us as well. Yeah, you know, I obviously um, have have a lot of familiarity with, with uh, Jeff and 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 that program, and have played against him. They they hosted us a couple of years ago in the, the NCAA tournament. So um, and have a ton of respect for for Jeff. I, I was thinking about this on the call actually. When you think about uh, the four of us have all kind of taken over to some regard of guys that whose names are probably on the floor or who might be and. Um, you know, when, when you think of, of Platteville and, and what Jeff has done there, it's, it's pretty remarkable. Um, and we know what, what we're going to be in for. Um, the other thing is, you know, shoot, I think you could go zero and two in this thing and still have a good team, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so just trying to, trying to take everything in stride, Je Jeff mentioned earlier, you know, you, you know, you're, we're going to learn, you're going to get exposed. That's part of what a good non-conference is supposed to do for your team is, is show you where you need to get better. And, and I, I know we're going to find some things out. Uh, we may not like it, but we're going to we're going to learn, and um, it, it'll be a it'll be a great test for our group uh, both nights. Yeah. So to follow up, Coach McKenzie, one last question for you: In, in your tenure, the most wins your your team had was 2019 into 2020. You were 27 and two in the Sweet 16, and that was the year of the COVID shutdown. Um, talk about that team. That, that's that's one of the better teams in St. John's, you know, recent history. If you would just talk about that team and, and how good they were and maybe, you know, what your feeling was at that point. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up, Chris. I appreciate it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it, was, it was a decent evening here. Um, 
Yeah, it was strange. Uh, you know, it's one of those, um, you know, it that probably has haunted me more than our NCAA tournament losses. Um, just just that lack of closure. You know, it was a great group. Uh, they they were a great group. We you know we were good. Obviously, um, had, had all the right pieces. But the, just just great kids. It was one of those years. I I don't know that we had a bad practice. Um, they just showed up and you know worked with a purpose and uh yeah we would have loved to have seen the thing through clearly but um you know what are you going to do right so uh we, we move on and there's three billion people in china that don't even know we had a team so um we, we you know we keep going well thanks for at least at least jumping on jumping on that uh and coach guard quick follow-up for you Obviously, you have family in coaching, uh, your brother, the head coach at Wisconsin. So if, if you would, you've got experience at both levels. If you would, just maybe explain to the listeners some of the differences and some of the qualities that you enjoy most about being at Division Three at, at UW-Platteville. I think it's 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 been always been said, and I think all of us that are on the call as well, we've gotten mentors that are at the higher level as well, but they would also tell you basketball is basketball throughout the Roman numeral. Um, you know, these, we got guys at our level that are playing for the love of the game. Um, there's a, there's a grit, there's a toughness about us all. Um, you know, obviously nowadays you got the, uh, the NIL and the, everything else going into play. Maybe it doesn't hit us as much there. Um, but obviously the transfer portal piece of it is, was mentioned earlier. Um, you know, I think it's just, it's the fun thing with our guys and, you know, we've, we've got some connections within our team, um, that are connected closely with the Wisconsin, you know, student athletes that they've got as well. So, you know, there, there's a lot of similarity there. We're learning from each other. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just, it's basketball's basketball. Like I said earlier, it's throughout the Roman numeral. It's, it's a good opportunity for, uh, for everybody to go out and continue to play the game that they love. Yeah, thank you. And and Coach Hastings, we mentioned a little bit earlier, you're in a unique situation. What's been the most challenging part of your transition to acting head coach so far? The paperwork involved with the job. <laughs> the coaching is nothing different than what I'd been doing previously. Uh, I was really stunned with the amount of paperwork that we do. Ryan never tried pushing any of that down on me. And uh, we we talk often about everything that's going on and, and being in, you know, I, I sit in a seat now on the other side of the desk and how I was really open to tell him what he should do from the front of the desk. And now behind the desk, I keep scratching my head saying, yeah, I don't know if that's right anymore. Uh, so yeah, there's, there's a difference in how you want to handle different situations, what you want to do. Uh, but it's great. Well, congratulations. And, and, and coach Bittner, you mentioned earlier, uh, you've known John McCarthy for a while. So what's your best John McCarthy story that you can tell on the air? Well, yeah, I don't know if I had that much, that great ones because I, I, I he, he was friends with friends of mine when, when we were college age and I guess a little bit older. And, you know, we live in a tourist area and there's, there's you know, a lot of towns along the coast that, that are beach towns. And he, he was partners in a beach house with some friends of mine that uh that if you ever walked into this house you would you would you you wouldn't believe anybody could even sleep there <laughs> um 
But uh, yeah, so so we have, we have a lot of mutual friends, and I actually talked about him yesterday when I was watching. Um, you know, I went to another college game to see a friend's team play, and uh, we had a mutual friend there. Um, but you know, John, just his passion for small college basketball. I, I flew out to Kansas City, I guess, uh, one a few years ago, and uh, you know, I, I think it was the 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 original Hall of Fame meet, um, banquet. So I did that. That was awesome. And, and, you know, the great thing is, is the networking and, and how many coaches, you know, I've become friendly with just through John and, um, you know, more than anything else this weekend, I'm just looking forward to having a few beers with you guys and, uh, you know, and, and realize how lucky we are to be coaching a game, um, particularly with all the problems in the world, you know? Yeah, I wish uh, I wish I was going to be able to join everybody in Aberdeen, but I only fly to Florida. I tell John I only do I only do warm weather trips from upstate New York. Uh, well, you are going to go through a press conference and coaches meetings and all those things with John. So uh, so so go ahead. Yep. So enjoy uh, enjoy your enjoy your week of preparation. Uh, on behalf of John and I, I do want to say thank you uh, for joining us tonight. And if anybody has any closing comments, please go ahead. I just like to say thank you for the invitation. We look forward to having a great experience when we're out there. I'd echo that as well. Looking forward to the trip and looking forward to the competition and the camaraderie. All right, we'll have a thanks, Chris. Uh, Appreciate it. You got it, Coach and Coach Bender. Have a good night. Um, you know, thank you again, and good luck to everybody. Good luck to everybody coming up uh, in the Small College Basketball Champions Classic. Thank you for listening to this week's Small College Basketball Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Please like and subscribe for our weekly episodes and interviews that celebrate the incredible players, teams, coaches, and history of small college basketball. The Small College Basketball Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. You can follow the Small College Basketball Podcast on Twitter or Facebook. Visit us at www.smallcollegebasketball.com. Small College Basketball would also like to thank Visit Central Florida for their support of the Small College Basketball Podcast and the Small College Basketball Hall of Fame Classic. Start planning your Central Florida vacation now at visitcentralflorida.com. Visitcentralflorida.com.